The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your Morning Brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. With Orlando Franklin sitting in. And how about these avalanche? Not happy, Jared Bednar, not happy with the schedule. Kind of uh, uncharacteristically kind of complained and whined a little bit about the schedule. But no problem, avalanche go on the road and get a gutty win in Minnesota. Pass up the middle, deflection along by Leckin in. Score! 3-1, Colorado McKinnon beats Flurry. Oh, I know you've been away for a, a couple of weeks. Mixed feelings right now when it when it comes to the the Avs. It's we're kind of getting to the point now where there's some urgency that's starting to kick in a little bit, and we've been giving them the benefit of the doubt. Hey, you know you're you're the champs. It's a long season. We get all that. You've been banged up, but now there seems to be a little bit more pressure being applied. Uh, by by the fans to to start looking more like the team we expect. Yeah, well, first of all, I have no problems with what Coach Bednar said about, you know, the schedule, because he's right, to be honest with you. When you play a game and now another team is waiting for you in their city, they're at a, a little bit of an advantage. Anytime you have to jump on a plane, that causes inflammation. That causes you to be dehydrated. They're sitting there and trying to feed you liquids while you're on that plane. And if a team has got to spend a night in their bed, and they're going to be their body's going to be in a little bit better shape than yours going into that. But I am exactly with you, Mike, when you talk about that urgency because this team has lacked consistency all year. That's been the issue with this hockey team. Last year, when you have guys like Nas, you have uh, Gabe Landeskog is playing the majority of that season. The consistency is there. Even though guys are in and out the lineup, the consistency of it, where you can rely on guys night in, night out, it's there. This year, it's been a, a rocky roller coaster ride as far as who's going to show up. Yes, we've had Sands where Rantan just went absolutely berserk. But do you remember before Rantan going berserk who we thought was going to have one of the best years in NHL history? Nachushkin, right? Yeah. And we were, there was times where we're like, where's Kale McCarr? When is he going to get his first goal? Then we saw times where Nathan McKinnon came back from an injury and all of a sudden he's pressing and he's playing uncharacteristically. Uh, so the consistency of this hockey team has been lacking and I'm hoping that they find that at this point because if they do find it they still are my favorite to win the Stanley well, Cup. Well and and that's that's the thing I, I like most about their situation right now because Minnesota th- there was a team that I'm sure they look at themselves wild fan looks at themselves as hey this is this is our year this is the year we're ready to to bounce uh push through they were home. They were rested. They were waiting for the abs. They were revved up. They outshoot them 43 to 19, and they still lose. And and that's why I'm really optimistic about the abs getting back to the Stanley Cup Finals. Winning it, that's another debate. But at least getting back, because I look at the Western Conference, I just, nobody, I don't sweat anybody, oh. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's nobody out in that conference right now that I look Dixie, at and say, no. up, up. I said it last year and I was right. Fever. Fever. And just one last thing I'll say on this. We also got to remember, they did win the Stanley Cup last year. When you win the Stanley Cup, there's a big target on your your back now. And everybody is woke up and they're ready to go against you because they want to get that win against the Raymond Stanley Cup championship. But is it time for the Avs to start matching some of that? Yes. 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 Absolutely. Next on the morning brew... 
The Nuggets go into the All-Star break, cruise into the All-Star break with a 118-109 win over Dallas. Dallas playing without uh, Kyrie Irving. But interesting, before the game, Michael Malone was uh, asked about his his playoff rotation and the guys that will be in the playoff rotation. He left out Jeff Green. Well, Jeff must have got the message because Green, in 26 minutes, scored 24 points. Mm. Well, I finally made a shot. I finally made a shot tonight. Um, But my teammates found me. I just tried to play winning basketball, uh, cut hard, run the floor. Uh, My teammates found me. So for me, Mike, just like we were talking about the lack of consistency with the Avalanche, it's been the same way for me this year with Jeff Green, watching him, Mm -hmm. where he has passed up some shots or he's been hesitant or timid or whatever word you want to use when the basketball gets put in his hands. I don't know if that's because sometimes you have a healthy Michael Porter Jr., you have a healthy uh, Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, what he does night in, night out, and also the emergence of Aaron Gordon. But Jeff Green needs to get a lot more comfortable with how he ha- his role on this basketball team and stop passing up the shots so many times that he has passed up in the past. Well, it's going to be tough because you get into the playoffs and – Coaches tend to shrink their rotations, and it's it's eight, maybe nine deep, but with the way the playoffs are, you don't play back-to-back. You, sometimes you have a, a couple days off in between games, so you really can ride your best players. You can ride your starters, bigger minutes, heavier minutes. So some guys are going to get left out, and with a, with a Nuggets team that, that I think is the deepest team in the NBA, they're going to be some pretty good players. Who are just going to be uh, hanging around, never take the uh, sweats off. Mm. Next. Uh, I'm sorry, you want one more thought? Very true. But you also get that added luxury because now when guys are in that position, maybe there might be a situation where you say, man, you know what? We got to get Jeff Green 10 minutes in this game. You know, might, we might need to get some fresh legs in, in, you know, the second round of the playoffs this season for this player. So hopefully that's the case. Hopefully they continue to win basketball games and impressive win last night. Go into the uh, All-Star break 41 and 18, a league best 27 and four at home. Next on the morning brew, the Broncos coaching search continues. The most intrigue right now is surrounding the defensive coordinator and Rex Ryan, who was interviewed. And was part of the mix, but was considered kind of a long shot, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, has emerged as one of the leading candidates. Even more interest in this, Vance Joseph is now on the radar. The Broncos are interviewing Vance Joseph. Maybe a VJ return. He's tall. Mm, He's tall. Um have no beefs with either one of these guys. I'm excited to see who becomes the defensive coordinator because I know the one thing I know about Sean Payton to be true is he understands that what he was doing two, three years ago is not going to work here in Denver. What he was doing with Drew Brees is not going to necessarily work for Russell Wilson. So if you take that and understand that aspect of an offensive-minded head coach where the offensive side is always evolving, man, I'm excited to see who he picks as his DC because he knows that that D.C. has to evolve as well. So he's the one answering, asking these questions, knowing the pressures of Bronco country, knowing that he has to win right now. So I think either one of these candidates are going to be okay. But for me, I want to see Rex Ryan because I truly believe that Rex Ryan and Sean Payton stuff, man, now, now you're starting to, to wow me. And now you're starting to get me a little bit giddy about what the Broncos could possibly do in the 2023 season. Next on the Morning Brew, the Chiefs celebrated their championship yesterday, but we got to see drunk Patrick Mahomes. Before we started this season, the AFC West said we were rebuilding. 
I'm be honest with you. I don't know what rebuilding means. And our rebuilding you, we're world champs. We're world champs. I just want to let y'all know that this is just the beginning. We ain't done yet. So I'll make sure to hit y'all back next year, and I hope the crowd's the same. Appreciate y'all. Let's go, baby. What did you think of the uh, Chiefs playing the uh, we don't get no respect card? Mm. Jabroni! Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll say this about the Kansas City Chiefs. What, what they have done, it, it's been very impressive. I, I watched Patrick Mahomes talk about it at the start of this year, apologize basically to fantasy owners saying that it's not going to be like years before. You know, there's going to be guys that show up this week that don't show up for a couple weeks. That's how they're going to call this. And Eric Bieniemy, Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid, they figured out a way to win football games and, and win a lot of them. So um, you got to give respect where respect is due. They re-erected um, a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster's career. I thought he was absolutely done, but he goes out there, and now he's playing big-time minutes, and he looks back to himself. So um, kudos to, to, to KC, figuring out ways to win, different ways week in, week out.